All right, so, uh, so we've been learning Bovav Mishkanevna for a couple days already. And uh, as I'm sure as you can tell already, there's a certain intensity that uh, the Mechaber has, you know. And uh, the, he, he's a big tzaddik, he's big Evan Hashem, and he's stark, very stark. So, so far what we saw is that what he's telling us is that a person has to sort of deepen their understanding when they're asked that question of like, who are you, what are you doing here, like what's the tachas of your life, a person has to take that question and answer it deeply. It's not just a matter of like, what am I supposed to do during the day. They're, like the way he described it, you sort of have to build a, a, a house, a structure, a, a sort of backdrop of what Yiddishkeit's about, of what life is about, and then in that backdrop, then you could sort of fill in the pieces. But you can't just have a lamp and a, and a couch and a bed and a fridge and a freezer without a house. You have to have that surah, you have to have that, that collective idea of like bechlal, what the tachas of life is. And then, once you have that basic, most important structure, now you could fill it in. And the truth is, in a certain sense, if you take that muscle a little bit further, a person can live without, uh, without a bed. It's possible. But there's a very big difference. You know, a person that doesn't have a bed, it's, uh, it's nebuch, so they're not going to sleep so well if they're sleeping on the floor, if they're sleeping on the couch. But there's a big difference between that and someone that's homeless, you know. I'd rather have a house without a bed than a bed without a house. So, you know, so a person has a Yiddishkeit and it's all about furniture. They're, they're, they could, they can manage to be homeless. So, the Icarus is to have a home and all the furniture. That's what we're going to try to do. We're going to try to build that home as Hashem and then fill, in, fill it in with the proper furniture. So, he says as follows. We'll just continue from where we uh, left off. So, he says like this. <coughs> I think that's where we left off. What is the tachlis of a person in this world? Okay, so now we have that question. We appreciate it more. So what's the answer? So he says, tachlis adam, the tachlis of a person, it's well known. I'm not going to shock you with anything. But it's known, but it's very much not known. What do I mean? It's known, a person read about it. You've heard about it. It's not going to be anything new. Ulam be'emes he and any yedua, but it's very much not known. What I mean, ki'ilu be'emes adam ha'yedei aisa b'tzur nechayna. If a person truly, quote unquote, knew this piece of information, what tachlis, what the tachlis is, yedim l'ashin chibur. When I say no, I mean to attach yourself to it deeply. Vayimachubur l'dvarim, and you will be attached to this idea. Umachubur leida liyadash yedei, and attach yourself to this piece of knowledge that you know, but to really, to really know it. Then a person's entire life would be altogether different. Everything would be different. If a person would put the entire weight of one's efforts, the, all of one's emotional, intellectual efforts, to channel it and to focus it on this particular piece of information of what the tachlis of being alive is, and this person was a person of truth, and when you know something, you like know it honestly and real and connect to it, then he gives you a little bit of a homework over here. <laughs> a person that has that MS and really knows this piece of information well, really, would take a piece of paper and a pen, write down what that, in one sentence, what the tachas of your life is, what's that house. You put it in your wallet. 
And once every 15 minutes throughout the day, you take it out of your wallet, to just remind yourself. In order to make sure that this piece of information is not forgotten. And to live accordingly. So, in other words, what he's saying is that what we're about to hear, what the Tachas of life is, you know it all. Everyone knows it, but it's a matter of really knowing it. And to really know it, I mean, that's going to be part of what the Sefer is about, and how to develop that sense of really knowing. But it takes, but even, even that simple thing that he just said about just repeating it over and over and reminding oneself, like it's well known what the, what the Nasil Sisham writes in his introduction as well, is that like, I'm not going to tell you anything new, like you all know this. Zahiris and Zerizas, all, all the things that, you know, Kedush and Pri, it's all good things, and you all know it. But there's a difference between knowing and knowing, and it's, that depends on reminding oneself, and, and, and very often, I'll just to add in, this, in the blanks, I've mentioned this before, he gives the example of like <clears throat> taking a piece of paper and writing it down, but the truth is, once a person gets in the habit of like sort of having the, the, this tachlis in mind, then everything you do can be its own reminder. Like every time you make a bracha, every time you do a mitzvah, it, it, it's, it, it's built into our schedules to have these constant reminders. It's just a matter of remembering what we're trying to remind ourselves of. So what is the tachas of a person in life? So you do in Divri Misilsi Sharm, so it's well known what the Ramchal writes, Shekasav. Ubemis, the truth is, ki samiti, the ultimate perfection, shleimus, completion of a person, huraka is baruch, is attachment to God. That's the tachas. So again, and appreciate, like, I, like we said yesterday or the previous day, like the audience that he's writing this for and who, and, and the, and the Machaber himself. Like I mentioned, this was a person who was like a Choshevayid in, in Ponovich, Yungaman in Ponovich, and he was surrounded by people that, yeah, their whole life is revolving around Avodah Hashem. They're learning all day, and uh, it's, it's all Avodah it's all Hashem. But he, he was sensitive to this Nakuda, you know, that that I'm missing the tachlis. Like, I don't know what the tachlis is. These are all like pieces, but what, what is the tachlis? And the tachlis is not to know this black gemara. The tachlis is not to be able to, you know, uh, say that you are holding on a certain madriga. The tachlis is devekas. The tachlis is attachment to God. Now, does that mean uh, emotionally being inspired? No. Devekas is a reality, as we'll talk about. Devekas is a mitzvah of being attached to God. And all the mitzvahs that we do, are for the purposes of creating that tveikus or enhancing that tveikus, but the tachlis is that attachment. And as Ramchal puts it, that's the shlemus, that's the perfection of a person. And he's going to explain. And this is what David Melch says in Tilm, this is a quote from the Ramchal. That to me, what is good, says David Melch, is closeness to God. Kloimer. So now the Bulvavi takes it over. He says, Kloimer. So he takes these words, and again, he's, he deepens the appreciation of these words. And again, the Ramchal said that, the ta- that a, a complete person, the completion of a person, the shleimus of a person is attachment to Hashem. And that's what David Melch said. So he says, Kloimer, meaning, What does it mean, a whole person? It means without this experience, you are not whole. So what is a whole person? And what does David Melech define as the, the goodness of life? And if it's good for David, it's good for everyone. And the answer is, So he says as follows. Shulchan Shavu, again, he, the, the marshal that he brings. Shulchan Shavu, let's say you have a, a broken table. No one's interested in that. It doesn't, doesn't help you. Kisei Shavu, a broken chair. No one's interested in that. Mita Shavu, a broken bed. 
sleep on that. You're not going to wake up refreshed. So if, if objects we don't want to be broken, then and certainly, it means that deep down a person doesn't want to be broken either. And all the sadness in life and all the discomfort of life doesn't come from having really broken beds or broken shares. It comes from the, the nasham of a yid, which is so inclined to perfection, which is so, that wants to live, feeling within themselves that they're broken. And if a neshama feels broken, if a neshama feels that it's not whole, it's not complete, then of course the person is going to be like miserable in life, and the person could have everything in the world, but they're not going to be happy. And then they'll have to go to a therapist, and the therapist will like be thinking in the back of their own head, like, what is wrong with this guy? Like, I mean, he's paying me, so I'm happy, but like, what? he has everything in the world? He has a good family? Okay, like, family's perfect, nothing's perfect. Okay, but if you take his life and you give it to anyone else, they'd say it's perfect. So why is this guy upset? This guy's upset not because of his family, not because of his job, not because of uh, the guy sitting next to him. What he's really upset about is because he feels within himself intuitively, his neshama senses, that he's a broken bench. He's a broken share. Why? Because what does it mean to be whole? To whole means to be connected to God. And if a person might be going through Yiddishkeit, but they're not connected to God, they're not conscious of that, then they're, then they're, they're incomplete. So the Ramchal says that the shlemus of a person is to, is to be close to God. It doesn't mean like, Oh, that's a nice thing. It's an ideal. It's a nice, no, that, that is what it means to be whole. And if you don't have that, it means you are, you, it means, it's like a person's missing a limb. Or even more than that, they're not, con- they're not alive. A person wants to be whole. So what does it mean to be a whole Jew? That he's, that he's not missing hands? No. That he's not missing feet? That's a superficial wholeness. Shlemus kufanis, that's a physical wholeness. Um shlemus amitis. But a real wholeness, a wholeness that, that satisfies one's nefesh. Shlemus nafshis, a wholeness of the soul. Shlemus pnimis, he shlemus shlekivers Hashem. That's a closeness to God, that's it. Adam shakarv Hashem, a person that, that is close to Hashem and has that sense of purpose, that this is why I'm here, is to deepen my attachment and to deepen my closeness to the Rabbanu Shleilam. As Ramchal says, that, this, that the, a real wholeness, a real completeness, that's, that's closeness to Hashem, that is Dvekas. And the Ramchal continues, if it's not this, if it's not closeness to God, anything else that a person might think of as good, and this includes having a a, a, a good bench and a good chair and a good bed or entire shas in the back of your head. If it's outside of this, of this idea of what Shlemus is, this is a waste of time and, a complete, and it's, it's complete, uh, it's vapor. It's completely not true. There's only one Shlemus and that is closeness to the Rabbani Shalom. Of course. How does one become close to Hashem? So that's what we're going we're gonna to discuss. Uh, you know, having shots in the back of the head, you know what I mean? That's not so bad, you know what I mean? But, but if it's done in the right way, then that can be a huge tool, learning and davening. These are, these are tools, like the Zerah describes the 613 mitzvahs, these are eitzes. These are pieces of advice that the Rabbanu Shalom gave us, tools that the Rabbanu Shalom gave us, in order to deepen our attachment to him. But the tachlis is to have that attachment. Zekol ma'ashiyesh luhudi be'emes b'chaim. And, and, and he says, this is ultimately, ultimately what, the only thing that a Jew has in this world. Everything else, not only 
in reality does it come and go. You know it in the deepest sense. You know that it comes and goes. This is why for a Yid, a Yid can never be satisfied with anything of this world because deep down, two things. The Neshama knows that what that this object or this, this relationship, whatever it is that's in front of me, is fleeting. And when you have an Neshama which is eternal and you try to satisfy it with something that's going to last for 300 years, it's unsatisfying. It's unsatisfying. It's like, a, like Lamashal, if a person is, uh, is uh, you know, going through like stresses in business, which is like, like, like a, that's a big Indian. That's a big Indian. And it's not just like today's an issue. That's an issue that the person is, is, is thinking of. This could be for next week, for next month, for next year. It could be the rest of my life. And you try to, and you go over to this guy and says, like, oh, listen, I know that you feel something lacking in your life because you don't have Parnassah. Here's a lollipop. Is, is that going to satisfy anything? Even if the guy loves lollipops. And he'll enjoy it. But how long does a lollipop last? Five minutes. And, and, and the chesarin that this guy feels in his life is, is, is a chesarin of 50 years. So even if you give him something that's, that's, that's significant, but it's only significant for, for a fleeting moment compared to the chesarin that he feels, it's comp- not only is it not satisfying, it, like, it makes him even more frustrated because like, that's what you're offering me. That's all this world has is a lollipop. I have a chesarin that's, I have an issue that's 50 years mm-hmm. in, the, in the making. And, uh, and this is all that you have to fill it. So an neshama is eternal. And so anything, that's, what, that's, the, that, that's the simple pshat and the soul cannot be satiated. Anything you give it, if it's not, etern, if it's not eternity, and if it's not connection to eternity through Kivras Elokim, then it's, it's unsatisfying and it's even more frustrating and the guy becomes even angrier and more frustrated with life. And you're thinking, what's so bad? The more the guy has, the more angry he is. The answer is because deep down he knows that everything he's being given right now is, 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 is just highlighting how deficient he really is. So that's the real shlemus of what a yid is. That's what he's saying over here. Kol mashiyesh luhudi be'emes b'chayim is kirvas Hashem and dveikas b'Hashem. V'loy rak ba'olam haba, he says, and this is not, I'm not just talking about olam haba, the tachlis adam liyas davik v'aris baruch Hashem, like that's where dveikas happens. El afkan ba'olam haza. What he's saying is if you want to be happy here, it's not just a matter of like you want to avoid Gehenim, so read this safer. No, no. If you want to be happy in life, then you want to have dveikus and kivus Hashem in Oilam Haza. Shavaydus Adam v'tachlisai liyas davik b'barius barchshemai. That's our avaydus. That's our tachlis, and that's that's the deepest satisfaction we have. Is to become attached to Rabbanu Shlaim. Kol rega v'rega shadam ena davik b'barius barchshemai. And listen, I mean, again, like I said, he was a he is a very fiery stark. You know, <laughs> someone told me a I've never met him personally, but there was a mice that someone told me that he came into America to give a shmuz, whatever it is. And he was invited to a particular shul. So wealthy people, they could support him and the coil that he has, whatever it is. And the rabbi gave up to give an introduction. And, and Rabbi Schwartz felt in the introduction of the rabbi that it's all chitzainius. That this, like, the rabbi was just like giving, maybe you've heard it, maybe, maybe that's what I sound like also, but like just, just, just reading off like a teleprompter. You know what I'm saying? Just saying the right words. I'm God, the chash of a yid, you know, whatever. And Rabbi Schwartz got up in the middle, he just left. I'm not, I'm not speaking to you like this. It's like that, we're, you know, it, like he takes this seriously, you know what I'm saying? So, like, I'm not, you know, that, so like, that's what he says over here. He says that any moment, person, any moment that you're not attached to Rabbi Shalom, at that moment, you're incomplete. At that moment, you are not alive. You are missing that completion, that wholeness. She had Vegas by Yisbarashimai, which is Vegas. No, 
It's a tall order, but that's the Rav Anishal wants of us. That's in it, just to be happy. It's not even a matter of Olam Hav. Get Olam Hav. Olam That's what a person wants. Olam Hav. Olam Hav, everything will be taken care of. You know, the Rav Anishal works things out. But if you want to have Olam Hav, you want to be alive. It's Kiras Hashem Litoif. Shem Shadab, which is like to become a pretty mistake Okay. Continue tomorrow.